Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Odin's Movie Blog. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? So very sorry indeed about the technical difficulties. It's because I messed something up when I was doing my tutorial for the Geeks and Gamers channel. So once again, I am very, very sorry about that. Unfortunately, I think some people might still be on the other page, uh, and I'm going to try and delete that video as fast as I possibly can. But the reason why we were having technical issues is because I messed up some setting when I was doing my tutorial for Geeks and Gamers, and that was something that I was very worried about, which is why I tried to take care of it as best I could, but unfortunately was not able to. So once again, very sorry indeed for everyone that was in the last stream. I'm very sorry that it just, you know, disappeared on you like that. So I'm going to delete the last one. Da, 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 da. All right, cool. That has been deleted. How is everyone doing? Hello, hello. Alex McCarthy says, did you almost get Thanos for a second? Howdy, Odin. How are the... Oh, I'm doing okay, man. No, it was it was mostly just the fact that I messed up my settings when I was playing around uh, doing the tutorial for, for Geeks and Gamers. That's pretty much what it is. Larry Larry is here. Dion's here. J-Roar123 is here. Gmonkey76 is here as well. And yes, it's take four because I tried several times to go live before then and it just never really worked. Uh, Souls Assassin, check one, two, check, check, check. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Tina's here. Thank you very much, Tina for sticking around, tell everyone that they might need to refresh the page. Um, it is a new event, so that might also be the reason why. It's a new event, so if you're on the old event, make sure you leave it and go to the new event. Uh, Tina says he's working on settings. Thank you very much. Yes, I am. Uh, Wandering Ranger, what's going on? What is going on? How is it going? Yeah, I should have had my chair up on the screen because maybe then I would have gotten you know a crazy number of people. <laughs> and of course, as soon as I go live, EVS decides to go live, and if his chair can get a 1,000 viewers, I mean, come on. <laughs> but you guys know I don't care about that. John, what's going on, John? Uh, King Kidora, what's going on, King Kidora? Slicer Neons, Odin's alive. What's going on, Slicer? How is it going? How art thou? How art thou doing? Cobra Viper 999, what's going on? Bruce says, that was crazy. Take four. I'd live stream up on three tabs. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> that is the reason why. And again, very sorry, very, very sorry indeed for the uh, for the mistake there. But like, as I said before, uh, because I did my tutorial videos for Geeks and Gamers and I was doing a tutorial for Streamlabs OBS, I played around with some of the settings and unfortunately messed certain things up. But I'm glad to have those fixed right now. Dion says, I'm here twice. Nice. Hammer's here. Come with the log is here as well. How's it going? Wonder Girl. What's going on, Wonder Girl? Tebio's still back. What's going on? Uh, Mega Duty One is here as well. Uh, Kiga Rogers, what's going on? Says, where are the kids? Uh, the kids are outside. <laughs> the kids are with their mom right now. <laughs> They've been having some allergy issues, and so I'm kind of worried about them. They have some skin rashes, it looks like. I'm wondering if we might have poison oak or poison ivy or something that might be irritating their skin in our new backyard. So we're going to have to take them to the vet pretty soon. They're, they're okay, but it's you know we don't like to see sores like that because they're, they're very itchy. They get very, very itchy, and we don't like that. Warren War is here. What's going on? Says, what's up, bro? Not much, man. Just uh, Taika Waititi's being an asshat. <laughs> I mean, he was so cool. He was so cool. And you guys know, I've been defending Taika Waititi for a long time. There have been plenty of people that have said, hey, I don't, I don't like Thor Ragnarok. And I say, I respect you for your opinion. I just disagree. But now I can't even defend him anymore because now he's going after people just because they're critical of his movie. I pointed this out in the video today, you know, thanks to Bounding in the Comics for the article. That even one person that said, I have nothing to be excited about, even that guy he trolled, he didn't mention anything about Valkyrie, he didn't mention anything about Jane Foster, he just said a generic, I'm not really that interested, and even that person, Taika Waititi had to get off his ivory tower from Hollywood and go after him on Twitter, 
Like, seriously, who the hell do you think you are? You're a multi-millionaire director. You're a huge Hollywood director, and you're going on Twitter to go after someone just because they said, I'm not that excited? Really, Taika Waititi? I, I mean, I've been, on, I've been defending you for a long time because I love your work. Again, separating the art from the artist, I think that you're a very talented artist. But I also thought you were a pretty stand-up guy, too. And now you've proven me wrong. Now, now you've got an egg on my face, Taika. How do you think I feel about that? How do you think that makes me look? <laughs> Grandmaster Yoda says, uh, Do you think Black Widow Go Woke can make female Thor flop? Which I hope it will, because I really made, really made a toy pandering on Nordic Fork. Okay, again, Grandmaster Yoda, take your time. Put, put those sentences together so that way they can make sense. Um, but do I think Black Widow is going to go woke? Yes. Do I think it's going to go broke? Not necessarily. Not at least in the short term. As I've said, we're, we probably got another two to three years before we start to see these normies just like, you know, go and run far, far away from what's currently going on in the MCU. But we still, honestly, I think are going to see some lower numbers. I don't think we're going to see the instant billion-dollar film like we've been seeing lately from the live-action remakes, from all the Marvel films. I think that's going to start to be affected in the next year or so, but I don't think we're going to get anything close to a flop until we have another three or four years under our belt. And even then, there's a lot that can happen between now and then that could potentially change that too. Because for all I know, they could be like, hey, by the way, guys, we're bringing Robert Downey Jr. back. Now, some people might hate that, but let's just be honest. Most people, most normies, most regular audiences would say, wait, Iron Man's coming back? Hells yeah. Yeah. Even though they might just bring him back to try and, you know, prop up someone like uh, like Ironheart, even though they might bring him back to prop one up, you know, one of these C-level players, I could totally see them doing something like that. If they see the trend is going down, they have the ability, because people forget this, they've now delved into time travel, meaning that they can bring back anyone they want, they can claim that the person existed in another timeline, they can basically use any excuse they want, because... Their time travel does not make any sense. They've broken their own rules, which means they can make up their own rules on the fly. And that was kind of the point. They wanted to be able to do that so that way they could just make it up as they went along. And not only that, but people oftentimes forget. Do you remember when the Hulk, hipster Hulk, created a way to create the Fountain of Youth where any character can remain young, that any character can remain relevant? And now, not only that, but also remember that now we have this new technology where you can make an actor who's older look younger again? There's a lot of things they can do now. There's a lot of ways that they can bring in older actors, where they can bring in former actors in the MCU, where they can do a plethora of things to bring people back. I mean, I I look as a great example to what's going on in the CW right now. Look at what's happening in the CW. You have this infinite, or or this, this huge crossover event. The multiple worlds of the DCEU or of DC or whatever it's being called these days. You know, I, I forgot I forgot the name of the episode. But basically, they're bringing Brandon Routh from Superman Returns. They're bringing in uh, Tom Welling from Smallville. They're bringing in all these big-name actors. They just announced that the guy that's been doing the voice of Batman since, like, the beginning of the animated series, since the animated series, last name Conroy... They're bringing him in, and he's going to be a live action. He's going to be a live action role in that series. You know what that's going to do? That's going to make that event gigantic. Even though the show has been going downhill, even though the popularity of the shows has been going downhill, because they were able to put all of those names, because they were able to put all of this stuff into that universe, they're going to bring people back. The MCU can do the same thing. So even though the MCU can slowly over time degrade, even though the MCU over time can slowly lose audiences, there's ways. There's actors. There's people that they can bring in to ward off this 
fatigue that we seem to be setting into, which I think we're starting to set into because it's going to get to the point where we can't, <laughs> where we can't just continue on in the same way anymore. It just can't happen. All right, Superfan Adam Shawhan says, how was the first day of school? Well, today we had, you know, orientation. So it was, it was fine for the most part. Also, don't worry, D-Live people, I see you over there. I see you, D-Live people. Frank the Bunny, thank you for the ice cream, man. I appreciate it, Peabody. What's, what's up going on, man? Frank says, how did the movie club go? Well, there is no movie club. I said that we might have a movie club at some point this, this semester, but today was not the first day of school. Today was a uh, orientation day. So a lot of the different students who've been there already, it's like sophomores and up, had their orientation today. Tomorrow, we've got freshman orientation and then new student orientation as well. So I'm going to meet some of my new students. I have juniors, so I don't know how many new students we're going to have. Uh, but I get to meet some of them tomorrow as well. Our first official day is going to be Wednesday. So that's our first official day of school. And uh, the movie club won't go into effect in probably for another week or so because we don't have clubs officially established yet. And I'm still thinking about whether or not I'm going to do that or not, whether or not I can do that. But based on the schedule, I should have about an hour, which is a pretty good amount of time, an hour a week to hold a club, watching movies, things like that. So I'm very excited. So I'm hoping that it can all turn out for the best. But I still need to get through. I still need to make sure that my classes are not going to drive me insane. I actually had a student came in today and they said, hey, are you, are you so-and-so? Oh, that's great. And then in the course of our conversation says, don't you have a YouTube channel? <laughs> so they've, they're already starting to, <laughs> they already know that I have a YouTube channel. It took my other guys like months to figure it out. But I guess now that I'm a co-ed school, now <laughs> I guess, you know, when it comes to the girls, they're more likely to, I guess, Google teachers. And so I was like, okay, so if one person knows, it's not going to take long before everyone. So I imagine my first day, I, I imagine every single class, there's going to be some person saying, is it true that you have a YouTube channel? Or I, I, I'm subscribed to your channel. Can, can we subscribe? <laughs> I, I can't. I mean, that's how it's going to go. And that's going to put me in a tough position because obviously I want to try and make sure everyone knows, hey, look, you know, we're, we're here to learn. You know, we're, we're going to take this seriously. I'm, I mean, I'm fine for goofing off every now and then. I mean, that's just my personality. I don't mind talking about off-topic things every now and then. But I don't want the first day of the school to be all about YouTube. When It's like, no, let's set the ground rules. Let's make it very clear how the classroom's going to function. But that, it's very hard to do that. It's very hard to do that when everyone already thinks of you in a, in a different light. Tina says, well, Tennessee and Kentucky are in the top five of allergies. Welcome. Oh, damn, Tina. I did not know that. Well, I wish I had known that before. I'm only allergic to oak pollen, so I was probably, you know, pretty much screwed no matter where I went in the South because oak is very plentiful here. But yeah, I think that their big thing though are actual like poison ivy, poison oak, things like that. That's what I think's going on because of the fact that it's a skin irrit- a skin irritation and it's only on certain parts of their body. Uh, Wandering Ranger says, "Hey, I'm driving home. Awesome, Wandering Ranger. Well, please drive safe. Hopefully, we can entertain you." On your drive home. It's one of the many things that I hope to try and do. Mr. Peabody says, NBA star accuses Melbourne Casino of racial profiling. We call it a dress code. Oh, damn, Mr. Peabody. Did not know about that. I'm assuming that they were wearing clothes that were not appropriate. Because as you said, there's a dress code. And so they said, you can't come in because you look like this. And he said, because I look like this. And then obviously, no, it's because you're dressed a certain way that's not appropriate with what's going on. Frank says over on DLive, you will be the coolest teacher with the YouTube channel to the kids. Maybe, maybe. But some kids also will look at that and say, oh, now we have a way to distract him. Now we have a way to get him off topic, etc." You know, teaching religion is not, not one of the most glorifying <laughs> subjects. It's not one of the most interesting subjects to some people. I mean, I find it interesting. I got a master's degree in it. But... <laughs> <laughs> to a student's mind, especially to a teenager's mind, where you're in a school where it's about 50-50 split between, you know, Catholic and non-Catholic, and out of those 50% that are Catholic, you have many who are non-practicing, 
it's an uphill battle. So I want to try and get as much. I want to. I want to make sure that I have as no, uh, uh, as much momentum as I possibly can to to try to try and drive these concepts home. Sasha Neon's over on YouTube says, "I can't believe Tycho 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 RC is what he calls him just became the squire to Sir Ruin of Roundhead." Twitter sucks like YouTube. Hashtag never go full Brie. Absolutely, Slicer. It's very sad to see Taika Waititi go in the same direction because Taika is actually talented. He actually knows how to tell a very comedic story, and he's a very talented guy. And actually, to be honest, I, I was, you know, I saw his trailer recently for a movie he's doing where he's actually playing Hitler, which is interestingly enough, I mentioned this in the video that I did today. And I was like, you know what? That could actually work because guess what? I I don't really care about that kind of nonsense. I don't care about someone wearing makeup to look like a certain part. You know, we become overly sensitive to that kind of stuff today. And obviously you could look at it one way and and see historical ramifications. And I I understand that. You know, I, I get that. I get that and I respect anyone that might be upset by it. But you can't at the same time then say, oh, but it's okay to do these types of things in the other direction. That that I'm not okay with. You know, at least treat everything equally is what I say. And yeah, it's really sad. It's really, really sad. Smoothie out of California says, uh, Taika's up his own ass. Time to bring back the real MVP, Kenneth Branagh. Only he can handle Thor. I love the first Thor. The first Thor film is fantastic. And I would love for Kenneth Branagh to be brought back on because I think he could do a great job. The reason why I'm kind of hesitant is because I feel like Thor was given new life with Taika Waititi, that it's a new direction, and that if you were to bring it back in the Kenneth Branagh direction, that it would take it in a, it would make the character almost like having multi-personality disorder where it's this and then it's that and then it's this and then it's that. And I just, I think it would be a little too intense for me at least. It would, it would be kind of a whirlwind saying, wait a minute, but Thor Ragnarok took it in this direction. Now we're going back. I don't know. It would drive me a little crazy, I think. Warren War says, I have to say, I was a big fan of his until he made those arrogant, horrible comments. Again, right here. You're, you're talking to someone that's been one of the biggest defenders of Thor Ragnarok. I remember months ago, I had a character comparison video that actually did extremely well. Like a crazy number of people watched it in comparison to some of my others. And it put Taika, it, not Taika, it, it put Rose Tico, that's right, Tico, I got confused with. It put Rose Tico versus Valkyrie. And I actually gave a defense of Valkyrie because I like Tessa Thompson as an actress. And I, I like her as an actress ever since she was in uh, Veronica Mars. I, I've liked her as an actress. I liked her in that role, even though many people have been had issues with it. And I understand I understand the racial component, especially when it's an historical, you know, character, obviously through folklore, but still, I understand that. But I defended it still because I thought, hey, no, I like the actress. I think the actress is playing the part the way that it should be played, and I don't have an issue with it. And as I said before, the biggest issue that I and so many others have is not because these characters are being, you know, race swapped or, you know, gender swapped. It's because it won't happen the other direction. That's the biggest problem is the hypocrisy of one side, where if you decide, hey, we're going to push things this way, and you have to accept it, or else you're a racist, or else you're a sexist, but then when you're pushing it the other direction, oh, well, then you're automatically, because you're pushing it, because you're even merely suggesting it, a racist or a sexist. It's like, no, that's not how this works. That's not how any of this works. Stay at least consistent, and we can have a discussion, but if you don't stay consistent, well, then we can't. We cannot have a discussion at that point. As McCarthy over on YouTube says, Taika Waititi needs to be Korg, <laughs> Korg gift. Yes, man, Korg. And that's the thing. I think he gave us Korg. How how can I not like that guy that gave us Korg from a professional level, from someone you know as a filmmaker? I still I still respect him as a filmmaker because I still like his movies. 
But I also used to respect him as a person, but now that's gone. Because now he's just going to go after any single person that's being even somewhat critical of your movie before it's even come out? Come on, man. You're better than that. Warnor says, I love Thor Ragnarok as well and what we do in the shadows, but Jane Foster Thor was a bad move already. Hated the storyline in the comics, and now his this asshat disrespectful in the comics. No, I agree. I absolutely agree with you. I think that you could definitely tell that he was probably someone that was pushing for the direction of Jane Foster. I imagine that it was probably actually given to him by the corporate overlord saying, hey, by the way, this is where we want the direction to go. And he probably was like, oh, absolutely. No problem at all. In fact, I, I fully support this. And this is what we're going to get now. And now there's no giving the benefit of the doubt anymore because now he's lost the respect. Beforehand, it was, hey, he's made good movies. Maybe he'll make another good movie. Maybe he'll you know, be a part of the script-making process and it'll be great. But now it's gotten to the point where, okay, well, now if he's going to be an ass like this, well, then why would I even bother? Why, why should I even defend him anymore if this is the direction that he's going to go in? Bruce says, seems like now everyone getting involved with Marvel is becoming infected. It does. It really does seem that way. Where people that were not really involved, when people were not really acting in certain ways, all of a sudden now becoming a part of the MCU, becoming a part of the Disney machine, all of a sudden they start to change. All of a sudden they start to go through these different motions. It is definitely interesting. I think that you're onto a good I think you're onto something, Bruce. It is interesting that every single actor, every single director, it seems. Obviously, there's some exception. I think, you know, Chris Pratt is a great example of someone who's the exception to the rule. You don't really see him going in that direction. But I would say for the most part, you see a lot of people that usually aren't even, you know, mentioning this kind of stuff is all of a sudden jumping in. And it's truly crazy. It really is. All right, heading over to my D-Live people for a second. So Frank the Bunny says, uh, he wore camo pants, I heard. That's apparently a no-no. Oh, oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, if there's a dress code, then yeah, you should you should be following it. If I if I see here's another thing too, if the same rule applied to me, if I was the person wearing the camo pants and they were going to do the same thing to me, guess what? That's not racist. That means that they have a dress code, and if you're not following the dress code, they're not going to let you in. Not every decision ever made is racist or sexist or whatever it is, whatever ist istmophobe as as Gary Nadrag likes to say. Not everything is a part of that. The Senate says I'm going to be a junior this year. Nice Senate. That's cool. Sometimes I forget. Sometimes I forget that there's members of the audience that that are that that are a, a, a little bit younger. Mister Pi says the boys episode five might make you cringe a little. Well, episode one made me cringe a little. Ever, ever since the deep, all the stuff with the deep and and the other female superhero that was just joining in, that stuff made me cringe because I thought, is this in the comics? And if it's not in the comics, holy crap! Why are they keeping pushing this direction? Uh, G seven re, what's going on? Welcome to the channel. Uh, let's see, hey Rune. Tiki56, thank you for the follow. I appreciate it. Mr. Peabody says, and I see dead people. <laughs> Kid is in the series, says Peabody. I like him. I like him as an actor. Frank the Buddy, excuse me, says, I'm, I'm just glad he is nowhere near Akira now. Well, yeah, not for any time soon. He's not going to be touching Akira anytime soon because of taking over this project. That's for sure. That's for damn sure. J-Roar says, I talked to a Nordic guy whose religion involves Odin and Thor. He's offended by how they are treating his religion. What do you think? J-Roar, I saw your comment on the video, and I think it's an interesting take because I don't think a lot of people are thinking of the religious aspect. Now, there are people that actually do believe in the Norse gods. There are people that actually follow the Norse gods. And so what do you say to them? Do you just say, oh, suck it up? And if you say that, then I say, okay, well, let's talk about another culture's gods and how they're portrayed. Can we do the same thing? 
oh, no, it's different. Why is it different? And then you see, if everyone's treated the same, then I have less of a problem with it. Like, for example, if they were doing this to every single culture, if they were doing this to every single religion, then that's one thing. Great example is South Park. South Park is a great show. It goes after everybody. It goes after every political party, every religion. Doesn't matter. They go after everyone. And that's why you appreciate it. Like, that's why they can show, like, Jesus crapping on people. They can make fun of Jesus. They can basically, almost in a lot of ways, profane the name of Jesus. But because they're profaning every person, and you understand they're not anti-Christian, they're not anti-Jesus, they're just making light of things that most people take as serious, and they're doing it to everyone, most people say, oh no, like, that's that's hilarious. That's why, why do you think Mormons love the Book of Mormon? It's not because it betrays Mormonism in a positive light, that's for damn sure. It's because they make fun of everyone. They don't just pick on one person or one group. They do it to everyone. And if we lived in a culture, in Hollywood especially, where that was happening, you would not hear as much from me about all this stuff. The problem, the biggest problem, is that only one side is allowed to be offended. In any argument, only one side is allowed to be offended. Only one side is allowed to be right. And if you're on the other side, then you're immediately one of the worst pieces of human trash in existence. And that's that's stupid. That's stupid and just completely and utterly ridiculous. Will Gentry over on DLive says, but the is it in the comics argument doesn't work anymore. Not now we've had several years of woke Marvel comics. Well, Will Gentry, as I mentioned before, oh, it was in the comics. Okay, but are you talking about the original comics? Are you talking about Disney comics? Remember 2012. And we had, or not actually before, before even then, back in what, 2010, 2009, when Marvel took over Marvel, I mean, when uh, Disney took over Marvel comics, I can't remember exactly when it happened. But think back to that time when Marvel was bought up by Disney. That was not just the movies, that was the comic industry too. Notice how it wasn't until 2014, so a couple of years or so after, I think it was 2012, so a couple of years or so after Disney took over Marvel Comics, that's when you see Jane Foster Thor. That's when you see some of these other characters like Captain Marvel being pushed, being rebooted over and over and over again because no one's reading it anymore. That's when you start to see Ironheart. That's when you start to